everyone. Welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. My guest today is someone I want to be when I grow up. Star Hansen brings peace to the world one color-coded label at a time. Known as the lifestyle organizer, Star's multi-layered approach is that of mind, body, spirit, and space. She has a knack for seeing through the chaos and into the lives and hearts of those she works with. Through her unique approach, she diagnoses people's emotional and lifestyle blocks, guiding them to a state of organization and joy. She has been featured on OWN, TLC, HGTV, Style, and A&E. In this episode, we discuss how organizing your home can and will help you organize your mind, your relationships, and so much more. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Health Podcast. Today I have another guest, Miss Star Hansen. How are you doing, Star? Amy, I'm doing so great. How are you? I am good. I'm excited for this conversation as a fellow person who loves to organize. I'm sure I'm not on your level, but I'm just super excited to get started. So let's start off with you telling the audience like how you got into what you do. Yeah. So first, I'm so excited to be here with you, Amy, having this conversation. Uh, I love to, to, you know, get a little beehive going on with our organizing fun. <laughs> so organizing came to me really by accident. It was a little strange. I was acting at the time and I wasn't loving it. And I just had this, this inside calling that was like, do find the thing that you're meant to do. And so I remember I just kept saying like, okay, universe, what's my path? What's my path? And the only thing I knew was that I was a healer and that I, that I needed to do something where I could be a force of healing, be a force of good. And friends at the same time started asking me to help them with getting organized. And so I started doing that. Then I had this like, you know, lightning bolt moment of, this is the thing I'm supposed to do with yeah. my life. And, and the whole world, honestly, it's like the minute I had that insight, everything came into place. Everything else seemed to fade away. And then this right. fast track just, whew. and, and it was, you know, I think one of the moments that was a, a real apex for me was I've been doing this for a few years and I finally found my tribe. You know, I finally found a group of organizers who were also obsessed with label makers and categories. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'm home. But someone was introducing me and they said, and, you know, please welcome, you know, our spiritual organizer star. Yeah. And I felt like it was the first time someone had said my name that I recognized it. Like, wow. I just felt like I was like, whoa, that's so true of who I am. Mm -hmm. And I never knew it was a thing, could be a thing. Right. And it, but it felt like I was like putting on my own skin and yeah. it's just been this beautiful journey ever since. And it's given me the freedom to kind of let my own freak flag fly of, Hey, it doesn't have to be about boxes and labels and yeah. categories. It can be about the deeper meaning beyond our physical clutter. What's the meaning of our spaces and the meaning of our stuff and the meaning of the process of decluttering? Like, how do we come right. home to ourselves? And that's, it's just been this amazing journey of discovering myself as I help you all discover the, the deeper conversation in your clutter. Yeah. That's, a, that's so amazing. I mean, when I was reading everything that we, that you do, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, yes, I am somebody that was very messy as a child. So I know like, as I learned to get more organized, it's totally helped me just in everything in life and business, but I don't think I've ever made the connection that you make, like you, that you've, you basically have opened my eyes to, and I'm sure you're opening up to everybody else that's listening to this. Like your clutter has a meaning 
and it, it has this deeper meaning to it. And the fact that you marry that, you know, because things are becoming like Marie, what is her name? Um, Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo, like these and the, the home edit, like we're seeing these things, but you are, I don't think they connect the way you're connecting it. And I think it's so amazing. So how does that work? You go, you work with a client, you go into their home and I know some people are probably embarrassed to have you come in. Oh yeah. It's, <laughs> I think yeah, you're going to be not super your first... judgy and I can yeah, tell I'm you're not, not your... a judgy person. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I'm not on most people's invite list for dinner right. parties. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's funny because yeah, when I walk into someone's house, I can tell with a simple glance yeah. who's in financial chaos, who wants to leave their partner, who wants to start a side hustle, wow. who's madly in love, like who wears the pants in your family. And what? that and yeah, and like thank God most people don't know that, or I would never be invited to anyone's house <laughs> literally ever. <laughs> but you know, it's the clutter just talks to me. And and right. it's a mix, right? Because like, so okay, I will say this. If you invite me into your home, unless you ask me to look yeah. or like, you know, you hire me, I'm not gonna do it because it's like inappropriate. It's like, I'm not going to, you know, head shrink your stuff um, unless you want it. But so yeah, it's, it's a beautiful power to have, but then I feel like I'm not the only one that has it. I'm just the one that's figured out. I, that was, it was like my x-ray vision for this whole last 17 years. I've been doing it where I could just suddenly see all the pieces form together to tell this story. And and, you know, I'm building a class right now called the meaning of stuff. And it's all about how to read your spaces and your clutter, because the truth is that our clutter is, is trying to help us. It's mm-hmm. you managing your clutter is really you speaking to this higher level of yourself. That's trying to, to share a, a really important message yeah. because if you want to leave and start that side hustle, there is evidence of it all around you as well as the keys to making that jump. And so it's really powerful to look at the, what is and, and start to build a new future for yourself based on that. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's this magical journey but also I know people like are like please star don't come over <laughs> like people come for three days for me and I'm like I don't notice it don't do it yeah this may be and I'm just throwing out a question and you could answer it or not but how is there like can you give us an example of like you walk into someone's home and like how do you pick up that they want to start a side hustle? Like how, what, you know what I mean? Like, what are yeah. you seeing? Well, so one of my clients, so I walked in and I remember the first time she had hired me, people always want to hire me for the easy thing first. It's like, oh no, no, let's go. I always have to watch out. Cause they're like, no, no, we're just going to do the kitchen. And I'm like, what's in that room? And they're like, you don't get to see that. You know, so like, they want to know I'm there vetting me first. Right. So I remember she brought me into her office and we worked in her office for probably a year before wow. she invited me to her home. And I walked in and you couldn't even open the front door because there was so much clutter in there. And inside of this, you know, the living room of her house and in the kitchen were just piles and piles of crafts, kitchen gear. Like she wanted to be the Martha Stewart DIY queen. And with her job, it was just like, you know, it it should have been a nine to five and it was more like a seven to midnight, (laughs) like, like the strain. And so she was giving her heart and soul and time and body to this job that didn't mean anything to her. And then when I looked around the spaces and we started talking about what the stuff was, she was buying all of these craft items and all of these kitchen items because they, they represented the thing that she was really passionate about. She wanted to create she wanted to build, she wanted to establish businesses. And so through the process of getting organized, um, she actually quit her job. 
She left her home, left that state, moved to a different state, wow. launched three side hustles, and now is a very happily successful. Like she, I mean, she's living the dream right now because she was willing to face the clutter monster. And yeah. it's because it was all in there. Like I saw it and I was like, oh, she's got passion. She's not living right now. And it's because we've all done it, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to buy this watercolor set because maybe if I own the watercolor set, I'll use the watercolor right. set. <laughs> and then we don't, we're like, oh, I don't know. But yeah, so it's, we've all done it, but it's, it's, it's when you see themes like that and yeah. you start to ask, okay, who am I? And what, it, what am I really telling myself I'm going to get if I have this? Right. That's so amazing. Now you have me like looking around my house, like, okay, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm sure the listeners are thinking too, like, what is my house telling? It's like, like, I know you're, you also mentioning like the clutter whisperer, like that's like the best way to describe it because I mean, we all have, I think everybody deep down wants to be organized, but so many people just don't know how, and they try all these different ways, but the way you approach it, because you're going to like the root cause, I feel like that helps people stick to it better. Yeah. Well, cause you're, you know, I think it's like the, the challenge with the home edit and Marie Kondo and all of this, the philosophies that really mm -hmm. focus on this visual shift, right? Mm -hmm. Cause that's what they're doing. They're saying, I'm going to make you a beautiful rainbow, clear plastic bin, a Palooza, or I'm making this like very tidy minimalist mm -hmm. world. The challenge is not everything sparks joy. I mean, right. my taxes don't spark joy. Yeah. My, my bra that's a little bit too big doesn't spark joy, but it costs $120. And what if I put on those 20 pounds? So I don't think I'm ready yet. You know, it's like, ah, so it's, you know, we have to kind of ask ourselves, what is the discomfort teaching us? And that's where I jump in. So you can use my philosophy with any other you know, process that you want to use. But the truth is it's asking yourself, like, where's the discomfort? How do I lean into that to yeah. really feel like figure out what's going on? Because the solution is in the chaos. The message is in the mess. And if we stop beating ourselves up, because like what happens is we look at the clutter. We immediately think there's something wrong with us. We beat ourselves yeah. up. Oh, what's yep. my problem? No one else has this. Bah. And then you miss, you miss the point. And the point is it's an invitation guiding you down this other path that like sets you free. And that's yeah. worth the journey every day oh. of the week. Yeah, it's it's amazing how something I think people think is so simple, like I'm just fixing my, I'm organizing my office or I'm fixing my closet. But the way you just described it, it can literally change your life. It can yes. it can totally just transform uh, one area, this small, like literally a physical area, but it's actually transforming all areas of your life because that thing is not holding you back or whatever that was tying you to that is now cleared. Yeah. So I do have a question. So I have, I know I like, I tell myself that I'm an organized person, organized person, but deep down in my soul, I was super messy as a child and I see it comes out. Right. So I'll organize something and then it gets, I just can't keep the system. Right. And I feel like I'm constantly trying to reorganize it. What does that mean? <laughs> Oh, well, I will just hearken to, I, I have the same, I had this girlfriend who's like, how are, when I first started my career, how are you an organizer? You were such a messy child. And I was like, yeah. I don't remember that, but oh. I don't deny it either. I just don't remember that. But yeah. I mean, I think it's like, part of it is it's a skill that we have to learn. Hmm. And that's a big part of the journey. And it's funny because when I first started launching my online classes, the first thing I did, I remember my coach was like, launch, launch the meaning of stuff. And I was like, no. And she couldn't figure out why I kept saying no. And I was like, because until people know they have the skills, they can't face the monster. You cannot face the monster if you don't think right. you have the right tools. So the first thing I did is I come up, came up with a class that's the, you know, 10 steps to get and stay organized because yeah. 
if we don't know how to do it, of course, we're going to get lost because then yeah. before you can even get to the deep emotional root of your clutter, you are busy beating yourself up about how you don't, it never goes well and it's yeah. not right. <laughs> so right. I would say part of it is, could just be, maybe there's a couple steps that are missing, mm-hmm. like in the skills loss. So, um, so yeah, so that's one thing is you might be missing like a, a tiny little skill or two yeah. that would just tweak everything. Yeah. And the other part too is, Clutter is really actively helping us. So if we were to, to, to shift the lens from, oh, this clutter is never getting done. Oh, this is just such a frustration. And instead asking ourselves, how is this helping me? Does it help me to avoid my life in some way right now? Does it help me to be, <laughs> oh, there we go. We got there right away. <laughs> Sustained a shot, ma'am, going down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get it right away. I no, wanted that's to this is what I wanted. This totally. is so helpful for everyone. They like hot. I say this with a friend. We talk, we call each other out on our stuff. And I'm like, I'm so hot. Can I take off my shirt? Like, it's just like, I can't breathe right now. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, oftentimes it is, it's a way that we're trying to avoid something in our life, trying to hide. Sometimes it's trying to be seen. And what's crazy about clutter is that it is such a skilled chameleon that it can do all of that in three minutes flat. Like all of it at the same time. I'm hiding, I'm being seen, I'm avoiding my life, I'm paying attention, I'm honoring, I'm following my purpose. Ah, like now I'm hiding again. It's like, yeah, pick a color, pick a color, kid. I can't do all of it. So it's, you know, like really inviting in that question of like, how is this helping me? get a need met in some way. And then the other thing that I like to dig into is, and this is like what we talk about the meaning of stuff is like, okay, what is the room? Because every room represents a different area of our lives. And so like the, the office, for example, is oftentimes the space of our career. It's our financial house. And all of these spaces also kind of connect to different body chakras too. So you've got there's a lot of layers going on here based on what's going on. If it's your clothing closet, that's a very different conversation than your bedroom and the bath, you know, it's like, so it's really, it's trying to start noticing like, okay, well, what is, what's the space and what would benefit me from having some chaos here, distracting me or pulling me in some way? Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Well, I got to start. I'm telling you, I'm going to (laughs) go. I don't know about you guys, but I'll post all her stuff in the show notes and we'll talk about it at the end, but I'm totally going to do a deep dive into everything you got going on. Because like I said, I feel like I'm a, I'm that messy person inside and I'm constantly trying to not be like, I like being organized and I like doing all that because it helps so much, but there's skills that I'm, I'm missing. And I know that. So I just, it was kismet for us to, to yes. I'm going to send you, I mean, I'm going to send you my blueprint for organizing anything because that will give you the steps so you can see yeah. what's missing. Cause normally you look and you're like number seven, man. Yeah. And the other, you know, the other thing that's interesting that people do is, and this happens so much. It's, it's so helpful to notice it. Mm-hmm. People will start. So one of the first things that you do is you set your intention. Yeah. You make sure you have all your tools. Right. You start the deconstruction phase, right? So you just pull everything out and you start yeah. to categorize it. And then from there, then you start to make decisions. But what most people do is that they they go in and they, as they're pulling stuff out, start to make decisions. Yeah. They don't categorize. They don't have perspective. Categories give you perspective of like, oh, I have 17 lamps. I only need three. I'll make a change. But if you look at each <laughs> lamp individually, it's like, this is my precious lamp. Yeah. And you don't realize it's not. You just think it's really close to the other one. Like, I didn't know. And then yeah. the other thing people do is they're like, 
how is this all going to fit back in that room? And then they're like down the rabbit hole of like, I don't know how to make it fit. And it's like, you're not there yet, kid. That's step seven, calm down, step back. It's okay. You know, just do what you're doing right now. You will get there. But it is having a blueprint is so helpful because it guides you through and it takes that stress off Mm -hmm. because the stress anxiety will actually stop you from making progress because it sends you down that rabbit hole of stress. And so just saying, nope, my job right now is to just focus on this next thing. And then I'll focus on the next thing. And then the next thing. And some of the steps are super fun. And some of them are like, I don't like you very much right now. And that's okay. (laughs) I love that you're making a blueprint because people's stuff, people have such emotional attachments to their stuff. I know there's certain things that I don't tend to have a lot of clutter, but there are certain things I'm like, I can't throw that out. I'm probably never going to look at it again until I move, but I need it. <laughs> totally. Totally. So well, having a system yeah. is Yeah. Awful. And also being, being, I always say to two to people as well, go slow enough to hear those voices, mm-hmm. go slow enough that when the little voice that pops up that says, I can't get rid of that, we might need it in the future. You can right. hear it and catch it and listen to it and say, I hear you, right. but I'm going to make the right choice for us on a higher level. Like I hear you fear voice and we're going to do this other thing instead because yeah. people want to keep things because they want to save the world because mm-hmm. they were afraid of experiencing lack again, if they'd experienced lack in their life, right. that they want to have some sort of grounding. Like I have a lot of people who had to travel because they were military you know, rats growing up. And it's like, oh, you've never seen somebody who wants to hold on to stuff so much as when you had your childhood ripped from you over and over again. And so if you can go slow enough to hear those little ah ahas, you can love that part of yourself, not banish it or ignore it, but just say, I really hear you. And of course you want to surround yourself with beautiful things. Let's pick the best beautiful things. And this isn't one of them or (laughs) yes, it is. And let's honor that. Like, love it. That's such a, an amazing way to put it. So what, what do you do? Like, let's say, you know, I'm one of your clients and we go through all this stuff, but then I have a very messy husband, oh. <laughs> which I do mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very messy. And he doesn't care about the messy. What do you do in that? Like, what does somebody do in that situation when they just want, you know, this oh, beautiful Amy. home and, but then they, yes. their partner does so it? I, you know, my, my advice is so different today than it was a year ago. I, so I have met this incredible man who I adore. And I will just say that our version of done looks very different, Amy. Like our version of what organized means. He's like, I'm totally fine. Like he knows I am after his sock drawer. I can't handle it. If I have to put his socks away one more time and like struggle to get them in there, but, and I won't, and I said, I'm going to organize it when you're gone. And then I'm going to mess it up again before you get back for my own, my own joy, but he doesn't care. Like it really isn't a deal for him. And it is really tricky. So like when I, when I go to people's homes, the partner almost always gets interested. They're like, "Mm, wait, what? Like at first they're like, you can't make me throw my stuff away woman. And I'm like, I won't calm down. It's okay. But I like, I remember there was this guy who's like six, four who greets me at the door. I'm not scared of you. And I was like, cool. Glad to hear it. Nice to meet you too. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. Real pleasure. And you know, it, it is, it's, it's intimidating. So at first, a yeah. lot of the partners just watch and they watch the journey and then they watch the transformation because a lot of times those partners were the ones who were blaming like, oh, what's well, your clutter, not my clutter, you know? Yeah. So, so there's that pointing of fingers. And the minute that the, that the person who hired me gets their stuff together, generally speaking, somewhere along the line, the partner is always also interested. And the minute that we open up a conversation of, Hey, I'm working on the kitchen and I'd really love your feedback. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't want to hear that? Like, right. 
I want to know what you think and how you feel and how yeah. this house can be best for you. And, you know, every, I mean, I promise you, Amy, I will organize his socks drawer and he will be so excited about it when it happens, but I have to long game this situation. It is like a two year plan right now, but it's, you know, like it really is. I feel like the truth is clutter is not a problem unless the person feels it's a problem. So you want to give them their spaces that are safe, yeah. that they never have to change or clean or clear or do anything to. So they have their haven to be whatever version of organized or disorganized that they want. And then you have to have your spaces that are for you that you can micromanage or mm -hmm. hyper control and be like, this is how I want it. Right. And, and then you have to manage the mutual spaces where it's yeah. like, okay, I will like, and I, I have a list in my mind and like my poor partner came home last night and I had deconstructed the hall closet because I moved into his house. So we're looking at like clutter uh, that has nothing to do with me. Right. So it's everywhere in the living room. And I waited, I just like, I kind of just let him poke around and I tracked his energy around it. And then this morning before work, I was like, so like, what do you feel about these sheets? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> just over coffee, just like pushing like towels towards him. Like, do yeah. you want these pool tables or pool towels? It, um, it was so fun, but yeah, you have to go a little slower and you have to yeah. really allow it to be on their terms and, and choose your battles. You don't yeah. want to just, you know, come in all guns blazing for the yeah. linen closet if you don't care about it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's just one of those things. I know I, I'm constantly, and what's funny with my husband is he doesn't realize he's messy. He swears. <laughs> He's like, and I was like, oh, let's look at my home office, which is what you're looking at right now. And he has his home office and it's completely different. Well, and that's the beauty of people's brains because like he has, I'm sure, totally different skills than you do. Yeah. You two have different zones of genius. And so how we access those zones of genius come out differently. Mm -hmm. Like there's times where I like to have chaos around me. Like when I'm creating, I'm not going to just take out the purple paint and the orange paint and then just start to make a, a painting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take out everything. And I want my, my dirty painting rag that I never washed because I love the look of it. And I want, you know, it's like, I want all these things around me and then I want to get to work. But when I'm working, I want this clear surface. I want nothing else visible right. to me. I want to dial in. So knowing also that it's like, like track into that, because even that Amy, he's got genius in there, even though it yeah. looks like a hot mess, there is genius <laughs> in that hot mess. And I, you know, like something about it serves him in a really yeah, powerful well, way. I know it serves him because he's a successful business owner. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> it just drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah, totally. I just don't want to see it. That's all. Just don't you know, go in the office. That's all. Totally. <laughs> close the door and his in his closet. Thank God we have separate closets because I don't I wouldn't be able to function. <laughs> mm -mm. No. So I always tell people because we've been together forever. Um and I they were like, how do you know what's the key to your marriage and like separate closets? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it's true. And because yeah, I I especially doing what I do for a living, right? My skills at organizing are so fast mm -hmm. and, and it's in my home. So I also feel this high pressure as star Hansen professional organizer right. to have my house look a certain way. And right. at the same time, if you come in and you judge it because my partner has his desk, however he has his desk, I don't want you in my house anyways. Yeah. So like, it really is like a beautiful journey of self-care where, where we really do prioritize the health of the relationship yeah. first and foremost. And that's, you know, it's funny cause you, you mentioned, um, like asking about books, but I actually created a list, um, a freebie of my favorite relationship books, because I feel like some of these things should be taught before we even have sex the first time. Like, oh, yeah. how is this like, not even a thing. So yeah. there's a, I, I created a list called, um, how to declutter relationship drama. 
Mm. And it's, it's books to basically like cut straight to the chase. And it's amazing how many of these things people don't read until they're 20 years into their marriage, thinking about divorce. And it's like, no, just let's give these tools to people right away and not make chaos. But um, you and you can get it. Your listeners can get it at starhanson.com forward slash declutter drama. And my favorite of these is probably, I mean, there's two. Mm. One is Getting the Love You Want by Harville Hendricks. I love that book. It's like the cornerstone of how to not have drama in relationships. I've actually read that one. That's a good oh, one. Oh, love that one. And then Come As You Are. That I haven't read. Ooh, mama. That's, I like, I want everyone to read that before they have sex. Just every, <laughs> the whole world needs to read that before you touch another person's body. It's, it's yeah. such a powerful, and she's written a book on burnout also. It's really, um, She's, she's powerful. She's just, I mean, she's, she's speaking the language that needs to be spoken right now, but those, yeah, those are so great, but it is, it's like doing relationships takes so much work and yeah, living together. You want to next level your spiritual growth, move in with someone like (laughs) that mirror is real clear. That is super clear. Uh, So I love how we were just touching on so many things. I think you have just opened up people's eyes to what actual organizing and clutter can do. Um, One last thing I want to really talk talk about is productivity. I know that you, that's a big thing in, in what you do. So can you go into a little bit on that? Absolutely. Productivity. It's funny. I did a productivity class last night and it was amazing. And I was like, oh, I'll do an hour class. No, it went two hours. It is so dense and chewy. It's like, ah, so the thing with productivity is there's so many layers of it, right? There's it's, and I think if I can name that it's the truth is that the layers, having the layers be separate and not meshing them together really does help us. So like, for example, there's your physical workspace, right? There's your intention for your career path like being clear about that. There's knowing how you focus best. Like, do you like bright lights? Do you like any kind of background noise? Do you like total dead silence? Do you need visual blinders? Like, do you want to see nothing else when you're working? There is your email. There's time management. There's task management. There's paper flow. There's digital information flow, right? So this is like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) there's so many things. There's self-care that we have to build into. And so when we look at the fact that all of these things exist and then we're like, I just can't get anything done. It's like, well, we need to kind of finesse that a little slower because the truth is email and paperwork is how your information comes to you, right? Mm -hmm. Email, paperwork, text messages, messaging of any kind is how the information comes. And the goal is how do we move that information that's coming to us into two different places? One is your task management system. So if someone doesn't have a task management system, I highly, highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. And one is an archival system. So if you think about it in the paper world, like you'd have like the old school tickler file from like the nineties, if you were going to like move it into task, into a task, and then you'd look into like your old school file cabinet. Right. And it's the same digitally. You'd move that idea. I get that email from you that says, Oh, make sure you send me this picture and I'll, write down a task, send Amy this picture. So really what you're trying to do is suss out the the action. And because that's what we're trying to do is like really drive us in and then like into being more active in our lives. And then from there, what we want to do is once we have those two things set up, then we want to start planning and curating our days. So I, my tip for everyone to do every day, if you can, is to do like a daily a daily review every day, glance at that email, glance at your calendar, see what you've got coming up and then create a task list of no more than three to five things that you want to work on today. Because it's, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, but I'll come up with a list of 30 things and then be like, how, why didn't I get anything done? And when you have that many things, it's hard to prioritize. It's hard to say what's going to move me forward. And the, the truth is 
in the world of home organizing, I always say, start with the easiest thing first, because we're doing emotional open heart surgery through your clutter. Yeah. So, but in productivity, I say, do the most important thing first. Got it. I was just right. about to say, was, is that the same? Because uh-uh. it's just like the whole no. eat the frog thing, like get, get the thing done. Yeah. There's a, there's a book called eat that frog by Brian Tracy. That's great. And so good. And he says, he's like, eat the frog. What was it? Mark Twain quote, eat the yes, frog first thing in the morning and nothing else is worse after that. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think there are certain things that, you know, if we think of Pareto's principle, 20%, 20% of the things on our task list move us 80% of the way forward, mm-hmm. which means that that other 80% is just sitting there filling up time. And we've yeah. all had that moment of dicking around doing the little piddly yeah. dinky things instead of just biting that, that big bite that moves us forward. So 100%. I love that. It's, it's funny. You mentioned the time, um, a task system. Cause I did a, a podcast a few weeks ago, by the time this is coming out, um, that it's on how I use Asana and that's what I use for my task management and, and using that to have freedom and focus yes. uh, because it helps so much. Like you can get to a point where you just have so many lists and so many sticky notes and all this stuff. And then you just look at them and you're like, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. Or you feel like you're constantly checking things off and it never ends. So well, that's really having- is perfect. Yeah. Not having that perspective of it's all on my list. I have to get it all done. You might have 200 things on your list. You don't have to get them all done. In fact, a lot of them are going to fall off and knowing that, that it's just more about, okay, these are the options. It's, I mean, the truth is clutter chaos is just abundance. It's this beautiful creative energy and it's showing us what is possible. And then we get to go through and cherry pick what we want for the day of like, Ooh, I really want to work on this. I mean, look, I feel it. I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. I have a thousand balls in the air at all times. And I'm taking every year I take three weeks off to work on projects and it's hard to set my business down. It's hard to set the marketing down and say, I'm stepping away, but I want to write my book. I want to write my, my programs. I want to do this thing. And I can't do it if I'm answering everyone else's call. And so sometimes you just have to sit with the discomfort of, you know, I'm going to drop some balls. I'm going to let some people down and I will be okay. Anyways, they will be okay. Anyways. And I have to keep on the path that my soul is driving me down. I love how you said it's, um, it's clutter is like abundance. Like that's a great way. Um, I mean, I'm all about like happiness and all that and taking a positive spin on something and looking at that and not having that like self bad self-talk and negativity around it. And just looking at it like that, then you can go to a place of fixing it. It's exactly what I'm always telling people, you know, and it's, and it's beautiful because the truth is, I mean, can you think of it? It's like, if you have nothing, right. If you have nothing, you're out there. Like, so I live in the desert. If you have nothing and you're in the desert, you're not going to last that long. Right. Right. We pray for shelter. We pray for water. We pray. It's like, there's a lot of things that we're very blessed to have in our modern society. And if we look at it as well, look at all the beautiful abundance I've called in Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's a little too much and it's not bringing me the joy that I want it to bring. So. I'm shifting. Ah, love it. Love it. So where can people find you? Because I can't imagine that people are not obsessed with you at this point. <laughs> so I, I think people are going to want to binge you. So tell us where we can find all the oh, things. <laughs> thank you. So, so you can go to starhanson.com and there's a ton of resources on there. I actually have a page that's called get a taste and mm-hmm. it has tons of free resources and inexpensive classes that I've done in the past. So you can go deep down that rabbit hole. I'm on all the social platforms. You can come and listen to my clubhouse rooms or my YouTube channel. I'm always at star.hanson um, okay. or star Hansen. Um, and if anyone wants to dive in while the water is warm, I have a free gift for your listeners and it's my checklist. It's 10 things you can organize in 20 minutes or less. And the free little joy in all of this is that anyone who downloads it does five of those in the next seven days gets a free session with me. 
Awesome. Yeah. So all they have to do to get it is go to starhansen.com forward slash checklist and you will be on your way to getting that. I mean, it's just, it's such a, it's one of my favorite things that I've ever created because normally when people want to start getting organized, all they can think about is all the ways that they failed. Mm -hmm. And this shows you that you can have a win in 20 minutes or less. It shows you that you are capable of so much. So you step in on the right foot feeling empowered and ready to go and excited. And I'm there to catch you at the end of your five. It's, it's so much fun. Oh, that's awesome. So all this will be in the show notes. If you're listening to this and you're driving, just check out the show notes. I'll make everything clickable. So it'll be super easy to find star. And I think it's so important if you're, if you are somebody like just me, like I have things pretty organized, but I know things when I was listening to you, I'm like, Oh, I need to fix that. I'm looking at my desk. I'm like, I have all these books. Do I need all these books here? Why do I have these books here? I'm like, (laughs) so that's you like, just start thinking of like, if you're stuck somewhere else in your life, maybe this is the answer. This is, this is why I have so many different amazing guests on the podcast, because one person is going to make it click and be like, Oh, maybe it's my closet. Maybe it's this. And that's going to open up a whole nother world for you. Uh, So definitely check out star. And before we end, I always ask my client, my guests three questions. So I know you mentioned the book. I don't know if that's the book you want, uh, your book recommendation. You want to mention another one? Or we can go, we can just repeat that one because I thought it was a great one. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, I love that one. I'm going to stick with that one just because I know it helps people the most. Like that's like, if you haven't, and don't, don't fear like, so getting the love you want by Harvell Hendricks, like don't fear reading it because you know, oh, I'm not in a chaotic relationship. Like, I don't care if you're single, read that book. Like you want to not have drama anymore, read that book. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be my book choice. Perfect. I love how we started off and you were probably listening to this and it's like oh we're we're just going to start off organizing and we're ending with like relationships like just think about how like that ties in you know what I mean like it's just an amazing 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 thing that you do that it's helping people with their relationship because they fix their closet like yeah well and who doesn't want to have a fight about the closet instead of a fight about the fact that you didn't realize who you were marrying? Like it's, yeah. the struggle is real. We don't know who we're getting into until we're into it. And then it's like, oh, wait, I, can I pull the cord? Hold on, wait, hold on. I got to love you even though you're not perfect. Dang it. Yeah. All right, I'll try. All right, second question is, what's a daily habit that's a must for you? Oh my gosh. So for me, it's going outside and just doing some distance gazing because mm. I feel like, especially nowadays being trapped in Zoomville, yeah. it's, you know, we've got the, like, I've got two monitors in my face. What do I do when I take a break? I grab my phone. I turn yeah. on a show. Ooh. So I like to just go outside. We actually created this really cozy nook in the front mm. yard. I had this like twin bed that wasn't being used. So we like waterproofed it and put it outside. And we have this like luxurious lounge from like, again, this like DIY old bed that wasn't right. getting used. I was yeah. like, let's, let's not waste it. And it's amazing. It's like this beautiful harem outside in front yard. and I go out there and I just like look at the desert and do some soft eye gazing, but really creating like a, like a special cozy space that is separate from work, separate from entertainment where you can just be, be present, yeah. be still, be chill. Love it. All right. Last question. Given that this is the happy health podcast, if you can tell people one thing to be happier and one thing to be healthier, what would you say? So a thing to be happier, I'll tie it back into clutter, is that, uh, so it would be the, the, so entering the possibility of your clutter revealing your brilliance. Mm. Like when you see your clutter, can you shift and reframe that to look at it and say, 
this clutter is proof of my brilliance. Okay. Like there's, you know, even with your husband, when you were like my, de- his desk, it makes me crazy. But I was like, but his genius is in there. And you're like, well, yeah, of course it, you know, it's like, yeah. it is. And, <laughs> and if you're listening and you're thinking, oh, she doesn't know my clutter. Yes, I do. And you are not exempt from this. You, yeah. your genius is in your clutter. So, so really knowing that is, is really, really big. And then one other thing that I would say is for health, we all have this idea that our self-care routine needs to be this very like, oh, I am supposed to drink celery juice in the morning and then do 30 minutes of yoga and then go for a walk with my friends and then, you know, and then meditate and do, you know, so what I like to do for my health that really helps me is I've got my morning routine that takes like an hour and a half to two hours, right? When I can be luxurious. I know the moms who are listening are like, suck it, woman, <laughs> two hours. I haven't seen, totally haven't seen two hours in years, but I, I have no kids. So, I mean, like, look, my cats are probably going to eat me when I die, but like I can do my self-care right now. It is, it just is what it is, but, but like, um, right. But what I do, my, my suggestion is come up with a compressed version of your morning routine. One that you can do in 15 minutes or less or 10 minutes or less, because like I do this, I do a a breath work so I can do 30 seconds of breath work and I can do two minutes of yoga and I can do, you know, it's like, I can do two minutes of meditation because I tell you, I still have I feel so much more abundant and joyful and open. If I even do a micro version, a 10 minute version of my morning routine, even though right. it seems a little strange than right. if I skip it completely. So, yeah. so have your, have your, have the big guns and then right. bring a little, I'll bring a little pistol on the side. Yeah. just in case. <laughs> Love it. That is such good advice. Cause I know everybody's always like, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time, but five, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, like that's all you need. And it can be profound. So absolutely. And we need it. We need it. Yeah. Cause you, you know, you've got to fill your cup before you can overflow anything absolutely. to the rest of the world. Absolutely. So this has been amazing. <laughs> Thank, you so <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Amy. What a treat. <laughs> yeah. It's been eye-opening for myself. So I know it's going to be eye-opening for other people. Um, and I'm just, I thank you so much for sharing your gifts with the world. We're so happy that you were a messy child. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> Me too. Thank you guys. We will see you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.